so the next phase that we're looking at in the journey towards self-love is the depth of emotions and this is directly from the self-love workbook by Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen. Once again this is Esther. I'm here on the journey with you exploring self-love, excavating what it means to be self-aware, self-appreciating, and uh, providing that real self-emotional care. So, when Dr. Ali talks about the depth of emotions, uh, she is directing us to know what prompts our emotions. So, her example is, um, when I'm alone, so using the when situation, when I'm alone, I feel and then and it doesn't even have to be alone but this is her example when i'm alone i feel bored and then i tend to binge watch television and we all know that scenario for me it's uh i'm not i binge on occasion but i get i really get um that morning period when there is nothing more to the story after i've invested 48 straight hours into something and then finally it's done and I have nothing else to um, hope for as far as um, even though there's a conclusion you still get invested in the characters so the next uh, phase of that for me is either to rewatch or to find something new which is what we do but uh, still my heart is like kind of breaking from all the binging that ended in my heart it says gone too soon so what I tend to do is rewatch my favorite horror movies and um, in my head I can yell don't go out there you know he's this is you know he's behind you all those crazy things I'm not one who vocalizes that stuff because uh, I'm afraid that if I do it at home I'll end up being one of those people in the movie theater who yells it out at the screen and irks and annoys everyone but anyway so yeah when I feel anxious then I tend to watch horror movies and that is uh, my scenario but you could think about different ones when I feel maybe alone like like they're like uh, her example what do you feel when I feel alone then I also or when I am alone I feel um, let me see I feel empty I guess so when I'm alone I feel empty not all the time but sometimes that's an example that I'm gonna throw in there and then I internalize some things and it turns into anxiety then anxiety starts giving me all the reasons and the scenarios into which uh, brought me into the situation of uh, being alone and then feeling all the feelings that go with it 
So in my self-awareness, I learned that being alone isn't a bad thing. And once upon a time, I knew this. It's just after life exposes you to things like um, love and heartbreak and also um, different traumas, you know, through childhood or just um, workplace or, or, you know, adulthood has so many, life has so many things when you're adulting and so many situations you could fall into to where you literally can get PTSD from going down a dark alley and some twist of fate lands you in a weird situation. So, um, and we take those things in, we take those things in with us into our day into ourself the being aware being self-aware is recognizing that emotion consider considering your situation how you felt before that emotion like maybe you're fine Maybe you were just relaxed, normal, cash. Maybe nothing was really going on that was negative. And then here, here comes a trigger that takes you into a deep emotion that um, leads you into a sadness or boredom or some confused, disgusted feeling, awkward feeling. That's a, It's a cause and effect type situation. The trigger... Uh, is the feeling and the effect of that feeling can be thoughts feelings or behaviors Um, it's also true of good feelings when I am applauded for a job well done I feel admiration and then I tend to work harder when I am uh, sitting among friends and we're having a nice conversation maybe over wine maybe just talking you know um, I feel calm and then I tend to open up more when I'm in a group of people who are um, argumentative I feel confused let's say and then I close myself off so that's that's the formula when blank I feel a certain way and then what is your reaction to it so that little exercise is on the road to self-awareness the the best part of that is the ability to understand your feelings and the triggers can lead to the deepness of an emotional in- intelligence. So it's 
two aspects of understanding yourself. It's the root and the effect. And so the trigger and whatever behavior it caused. And that little exercise can help you understand yourself a lot more. And it also helps you to recognize when you are not being your best self also helps you recognize when you are being your best self. So controlling your feelings and emotions controls your behavior. It just I've heard before, we're not in control of everything around us. We're not control we're not in control of other people's actions, but we're definitely in control of our reactions. And just dwelling in that can definitely help you understand better yourself and understand and control your emotions and take you out of your feelings of sadness and anxiety even um, if that's a thing for you it, um, it sounds easy and I've seen those commercials as well in which uh, it's I believe it's a commercial for an antidepressant and it shows this person and you and I'm, I'm sure if you've ever experienced depression and it and you know it's most people who experience depression it's um, a constant part of their life they manage it it's something that you that is managed and there are good days and bad days of course but to have someone like a parent or a friend um, suggest that you get over something or that you go for a you know go for a walk and those things can help boost your mood but depression is much bigger than that so um, just smiling and going out is not always the answer so recognizing your feelings and the triggers and and what leads to certain behaviors is definitely the, the road to recovery until next time Thank you.